When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 104, time to talk to our friend Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston as we get into the final hour of Gresham Fourier. Tommy is brought to us by Dr. Matthew Lapresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates at 1-800-GET-HAIR, the hair doctor of Tommy Kern. By Awaken 180 Weight Loss, become your own success story. By dropping the weight, holding you back, it starts with just one call to Awaken 180. And by Unified Office, where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com to the Harbor One Hotline. Tommy Kern, good afternoon, friend. How are you? Tremendous. How are you boys doing? Hanging in there and uh, trying to sort of sort through some criticism that is uh, legitimate, some criticism that is fair. Let's start with the offense, Tommy. Uh, A lot of goal line, uh, a lot of people now criticizing the wide receivers. It is, in a way, starting over, given, you know, the difference from 01 to last year to this year. Where are you in terms of the evaluation of the Patriots offense and how it is, quote-unquote, supposed to look right now where we've only had one day of hitting? I am somewhat minorly concerned and hopeful that it improves in terms of separation and tempo. I think so far a lot of the 11-on-11, and today was a good example of it, um, they were out in the middle of the field a little bit more, and there were a number of plays on which there were sacks taken by Bailey Zappi, ostensibly sacks in, in the touch football world of 7-on-7 seven seven, no pads and 11-on-11 11 11, no pads. And there just wasn't a lot available. There were a couple of times Mac Jones, I think, had to throw late um, and move off platform. So I don't think the receivers, and this is not going to be a shock to folks right now, are getting a ton of separation, but I will say this. I spent a lot of time watching Bill O'Brien to see how he's reacting to the plays that he's seeing. And I find a guy who's really even-keeled, separate from the offense in a a way that Patricia and Judge and Bill Belichick weren't last year. He's off to the side. He's closer to the sideline in the huddle. And a play unfolds. He watches it. Minor reaction, if any reaction, on the majority of them. And then he gets back on the walkie-talkie and radios in the next one. So to me, it's kind of like watching the flight attendant on a plane. Mm. If they're not nervous, I'm not nervous. And well, he does not seem to register distress. Well, let me, let me, add, let me add to that, Tommy, because it, um, it is interesting. Do you think it's fair to say that um, he hasn't coached them long enough to be upset about them, uh, upset at them for screwing up because he's still basically teaching and installing? Yeah, to a degree, but I also think if things, if plays were going south or guys weren't available or open or the spacing was messed up, then there would be probably a little bit more gesticulation and shoulder slumping and head shaking and um, registering disgust, and I'm, I'm just not seeing it. And I'm not seeing it really from Mac Jones either. Look, there are plays that aren't working right now, and I don't want to overstate it, 
and say it was a bad practice or they've been bad practices. I think the offense is behind with defenses, and that's annual. So I, I would take everything with a grain of salt that we keep reporting. We report what we see, and people will then react to that depending upon their levels of, I, I guess, panic. And to me, it's they're not registering panic or distress, so I'm basically continuing with a, well, we'll see how it looks tomorrow approach. Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston here with Gresham Fourier. He is with us each and every Tuesday. It is normally at noon, but of course the schedule a little wonky today. So Tommy joined us here in the uh, one o'clock hour. Uh, I used the analogy earlier, Tom, of the there. There's kind of like that merry-go-round of free agent running backs, and it feels like the one left standing might be the one that ends up in New England. Is Kevin Harris doing enough to grab a job to where the Patriots don't have to go get a reinforcement? Or do you think it'll just be, well, who's ever left when we get a couple weeks into camp, that'll be the guy we sign at a value rate, and there's our veteran backup? No, I still think they need depth. I do. Regardless if Kevin Harris is you know, a carbon copy of Damian Harris and a player who can – do what Damian Harris did along with Ramondre Stevenson when they were kind of a two-headed monster, um, despite the, the hamstring injuries that, that Damian Harris suffered last year that, that kept him on the sidelines a bit. I still think they need depth. Ty Montgomery hasn't practiced since last Thursday. Um, he is annually battling injury. Pierre Strong, you know, is still Perry pointed out. He was kind of drafted as a wide zone runner. That's a lot of what he did at South Dakota State. Um, and they're going back to more of the gap stuff. And you need somebody, multiple people, to back up your bell cow running back, which is Ramondre Stevenson. So I still think that they should be seeking depth, whether that's Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, or Ezekiel Elliott, who's been in town. They could still use more bodies. There's some guy we haven't even heard of yet. I mean, nobody knew who Deion Lewis was, you know, seven or eight years ago when he emerged for them. So somebody, in addition to those guys who are in, in camp right now. All right, so we're talking to Tom E. Kern. Now, Tom, a lot of attention on the offense, obviously, but give me a couple guys that you think have stood out um, on the defensive side of the ball. I think Gonzalez has been outstanding all the way through. There was a a catch on him today by Devontae Parker, Devontae Parker's best play of the camp down the left sideline, high-pointing a ball with Gonzalez in coverage. Gonzalez was right there. It was a good ball by Mac Jones. Um, But I think Gonzalez impresses me the most in the fact that on the goal line, he doesn't seem lost. He's very sticky. I like the way he's played. Um, the other rookie, Mate Mapu, still in a red non-contact jersey, but he's out there mixing in as a hybrid linebacker, and then when he goes in with the backups, he's playing kind of the deep safety role that Devin McCourty had. So he's adding versatility. Matt, Christian Barmore just moves people at will. They're like human wheelbarrows. He just is unblockable. So hopefully he continues on that way. And I think Mac Wilson had a good day today, too, with the you know the edge position, the linebacker position. Throw in Josh Uche too, continues to be just ridiculously fast off the edge. So those are a bunch of players who I think look good on an on a day in day out basis. Jack Jones had a good practice today too. Mm-hmm. Tom, uh, I know Andy Hart was up here last hour, and there was a lot of talk about uh, Trent Brown. So I'm just going to ask you, without interjecting any opinion on what any of us think, what do you make of the way the Patriots, and in particular Bill Belichick, have been handling Trent Brown during this camp? 
he's obviously been down the last two days, non-participant, but he was very involved in the first three or four. He looks better. He's moving better. He's not going at a glacial pace during sprints. Um, he's very happy with Bill O'Brien in terms of being the offensive coordinator. And that that's, I think, universal to the guys I've spoken to on offense about O'Brien. So, I mean, he's been a quirky up-and-down guy. Um, when the pads come back on tomorrow, I would imagine, given that today was a non-padded practice, Monday was a padded practice, we'll see if he's out there. Um, I, I, I don't know what to make of it because it's still – what the sixth practice and he's been out there for four of the six and when he's out there he's locked in as your left tackle so the concerns i had a week ago have been allayed to a great degree so what about like with the trim brown have you guys had an opportunity to speak to uh adrian clem the offensive line coach no i think we might get those guys friday before the in-stadium practice okay so we haven't had a chance to yet okay so i wonder um you know, grew up in this system, uh, you know, started his career here as a player, then went on to, to coach at other places. I wonder, like, what you think his assessment would be of Trent Brown. Does he protect him? Does he build him up? I mean, I almost feel like you have no choice but to overly praise him, even though I feel personally, Tom, that he hasn't earned it. Given the way he looked at minicamp compared to the way he looks now, he's earned somewhat of a back. Pat, even though that's just showing up to be a participant the way you're supposed to. <laughs> but I, I don't know how Adrian Clem will, will approach it. He's very much a no-nonsense old-school guy, seemingly. Yeah. So we'll see what he has to say. What's interesting is the depth at so many different offensive positions. We already talked about running back. When you consider tight end, it's just Hunter Henry and Jasicki, and then Sokol and Scotty Washington. If you look at, you know, other positions, you know, Riley Reef and Connor McDermott are your tackles right now. Calvin Anderson hasn't been out there yet. They're working with Bill Murray and and Antonio Maffi as your guards right now because then who's not out there. Jake Andrews, rookie center, um, missed a couple of practices. He was back out there today. There's depth all over the offense. and wide receiver we've talked about. Depth all over the offense where I'm like, they're just not in a position where if guys start going down, they're going to be able to produce the product that Mac Jones needs in front of him to protect him to get the ball out. And they don't have quick separators. So a lot is going to be on Bill O'Brien and Mac Jones as this season goes along because of the depth of different positions that they're reliant on. Tommy, thanks for the time, friend. We appreciate it. And uh, we will uh, catch you here over the next couple of days. Thank you. All right. Get out of there before Beyonce.